What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. Let's just jump right into it. Jumping right in. So we have a deal from Chicago. Coming out of Chicago, we have Jock Peterson agreeing to a deal with the Cubs. So he's finally out of L.A. You know, it seems like every year for at least the last three, four years, we've been hearing Jock Peterson trade rumors and whatnot. I mean, he finally found himself as a free agent because, I mean, even last offseason, he was traded to the Angels and then that trade got, uh, you know, it fell apart because, you know, the Mookie Betts deal, the, at least the first iteration of the Mookie Betts deal had some had some holdups with the Brewster Gratterall medicals and then the Angels got impatient. They just called it off completely. So they ended up staying with LA for 2020. So it seems like the Dodgers have been trying to move Jock Peters from, for a long time. They were never able to do it. And he just played out, you know, his whole, you know, first rookie deal with the Dodgers and um, arbitration and whatnot. Now he found himself as a free agent and he was able to sign with any team. And that team is going to be the Chicago Cubs. It's a one-year deal worth $7 million. And I mean, with Jock Peterson over there now, it looks like they would have a starting outfield of Jason Hayward in right, Ian Happ in center, and Peterson in left. I mean, Jock Peterson came up as a center fielder and he can still offer some depth out there in center field, but he hasn't played in center field regularly since 2018. And he's coming off a pretty rough season in, in a short 2020 campaign, but he did have a strong October performance to help the Dodgers win the World Series. In the playoffs, he had 382 with a 991 OPS in 16 games and hit a pretty big home run in Game 5 of the World, of the world Series. I mean, everyone knows the book on Jock Peterson. He crushes right-handed pitching. Not so good against left-handed pitching. And... It seems like the Cubs just got rid of a very similar player in Kyle Schwarber or got rid of, they let him walk and they just signed basically, you know, a similar player. So the, the Cubs are, are replacing Kyle Schwarber with a player that's very similar in Jock Peterson, someone who, who is really good against right-handed pitching and has power. So that's, that's pretty what it is, pretty much what it is. Um, I would say Peterson is better defensively for sure than Kyle Schwarber. But, you know, the splits are very pronounced. 128 weighted runs created plus in Peterson's career against righties and a 59 weighted runs created plus in his career against lefties. So, I mean, yeah, his career includes parts of seven years with the Dodgers, 130 home runs, and, yeah, an, 840, an 849 OPS against righties, 576 against lefties. It's just really pronounced splits. And it seems like at least the Cubs are going to give him a chance to play every day. Well, we'll see. I mean... He just hasn't had that many play appearances against against uh, left-handed pitching in general, but that's probably because he's. I mean, even even in the limited appearances he's had against lefties, he hasn't been that good. Obviously, some people would say it's like a chicken or the egg scenario, saying that oh, if they gave him more play appearances against lefties, he would hit better. But I I don't really know. I don't think that's the case. I think he just honestly um, doesn't hit lefties well, but. That's fine. He got his deal. He got one year, $7 million, and he'll go up to the north side of Chicago. In another deal, the Cardinals have re-signed Adam Wainwright. This dude just, just keeps coming back for more. It's a one-year deal worth $8 million. It includes incentives. I mean, I thought this guy was going to retire like two years ago, but I mean, this is the first true sign of life this offseason from the Cardinals. I mean, they've seen Wainwright, Yari Molina, and Colton Wong all hit free agency. They haven't really done anything to upgrade their roster, but they have 
just announced that they brought back Adam Wainwright. And this is a guy who made his big league debut in 2005. He's one of the most accomplished pitchers in franchise history. Three-time All-Star. He's not the ace he was earlier in his time in the majors, but he's still a quality starter at this late state of, stage of his career. I mean, he's 39 years old. In, well, he was 39. This is his age 39 season, 2020. And he turned in 65 and two-thirds innings over just 10 starts and recorded a 3.15 ERA. I mean, among Cardinal starters, he easily ranked first in innings, which he outdid Jack Flaherty by almost 25 full innings. So at his age, he's still, he's still going very strong. So, I mean, he's going to be a, a big piece of that rotation, even though he's older. Um, he can still get the job done. I mean, especially at uh, one year, $8 million, that's a great bargain for the Cardinals. And I'm sure Wainwright was willing to take a, home, a hometown discount anyway. He's not the kind of guy, I mean, at the point of his career, he's not, he's not trying to leave. He's a St. Louis legend. And uh, he, he has, um, uh, I mean, I was going to say he has an outside chance for the Hall of Fame, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, he'll get some, some votes for the Hall of Fame because he has, you know, a World Series ring, uh, three-time All-Star, two-time Gold Glove. But um, he's more, probably more in the Hall of Very Good if, if, um, if you really looked at it. But, um, yeah, St. Louis is going to get him back. Now they have to decide what they're going to do with his battery mate, Yadier Molina. Time will tell. Time will absolutely tell. Speaking of the Cardinals, I mean, there are some rumors that they are discussing a trade for Nolan Arenado. That's all it is at this point in time. It's a rumor. We don't know if there's anything to it. And yeah, I mean, there have been Arenado trade rumors for at least a year now. Going back to last offseason, I remember hearing that. So we'll see if anything materializes from there. And the Nationals have signed Alex Avila. It's a one-year deal. I mean, they found their backup catcher to Jan Gomes. I was talking about this the other day. Um, they've made a lot of moves this offseason. You know, Josh Bell, they brought back Zim. Um, there's another big move they made this offseason that I'm forgetting right now. Uh, I feel like I was a pitcher. But anyway, they went out and got Alex Avila. And, um, I mean, he's a lefty batter. Most of his damage on offense has come off righty pitchers. So he'll get most of his playing time against righty pitchers in 2021. He's going to be a compliment to their starting catcher, Jan Gomes. And... Um, yeah, so it could be a really formidable offensive tandem because Jan Gomes has, you know, splits, similar splits, I mean, but from the opposite side. He's a right-handed batter who hits lefties better. So they could just kind of platoon those guys and have a really formidable tandem for the season. So Alex Avila heading to the nation's capital. Oh, yes, it was John Lester. That was the other pitcher that the Nationals went out and got. So that's going to do it for today. Just some quick hits. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.